The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. It's a new work week and a new month. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Monday, August 1st, 2022. Monday of the 18th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year C, cycle two. Monday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the rosary. And today is the memorial of St. Alphonsus Liguori, bishop and doctor of the church. Born in 1696 near Naples. At 16, he graduated in law. In 1723, he lost a case. So in spite of all opposition, he entered the clerical state. In 1726, he was ordained a priest. In 1732, God called him to found the Congregation of the Most Holy Redeemer, the Redemptorists. The Holy Founder labored incessantly at the work of the missions until, in about 1756, he was appointed Bishop of St. Agatha, a diocese he governed until 1775, when, broken by age and infirmity, he resigned his office to retire to his convent, where he died in 1787. St. Alphonsus Liguori, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Oh Jesus, I come before you at the beginning of this day. I gaze at your face. I look upon your side, pierced by the lance. Your wounded heart speaks to me of God's love poured out for us. Take, Lord, and receive my heart, the words of faith that I speak, the works of justice I would do, my joys and sufferings. When I come to the Eucharistic table, gather my offerings to your own for the life of the world. At the end of the day, place me with Mary, your mother, and for her sake, take me to your heart. Amen. And along with Pope Francis, we pray for small and medium-sized businesses in the midst of economic and social crisis. May they find ways to continue operating and serving their communities. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Used to be an ad on Catholic TV network that went a little bit like this. A family was sitting down in a restaurant and when the food arrives, the family look with great delight as the food is being brought to the table. And the waitress has practically just put the plate on the table before the family are ready to tuck into it. And the some of the younger brothers in the family, they grab their knife and fork quickly and they begin shoveling the food into them. Now, at this point, you might be thinking this isn't really much of a television ad so much as a description of my family dinner. But at this point, the little girl in the family, she says, hey, are we forgetting something? And they turn and look at her like she's kind of got two heads and they look to one another as if, well, what are we forgetting? Maybe salt, maybe some condiment. And at that point, the little girl, she blesses herself and she says the grace before meals. 
At that point, her shamed brothers and sisters put down their fork and stopped gorging themselves for a moment to join her in the prayer of blessing for what they have received and to give thanks to God for the meal, the time that they spent together. And the kind of nice, if slightly unrealistic thing about the ad then was that the other diners in the restaurant are so moved by the example of this little girl to give praise to God for her meal that they likewise begin to put down their cutlery and to say the prayer for the grace before meals. Now, how wonderful it is that we should be reminded every so often of the need to give thanks to God for everything that we receive. Today in the Gospel, Jesus feeds the 5,000 people with the five loaves and the two fish. It's an amazing miracle where the Lord is able to take something so small and multiply it so that everybody present has their fill. And we know, Lord, that this is an early indication to us of how you feed us at every Mass in the Eucharist, that you take bread and wine and you multiply these gifts through the prayers and blessing of your priest in order that all your people might be fed upon your body, blood, soul and divinity. But there's a lovely detail in this gospel which we may be inclined to pass over because the miraculous feeding of these people is so wonderful that even these little details don't even seem that important to us. But Sir Matthew reminds us in the gospel that whenever you, Lord, take these five loaves and two fish first, You raised your eyes to heaven and then said the blessing. And only after you had said the blessing over these bread and fish that had been given to you, then you hand them out to be eaten by those who are gathered around. I want to spend a few moments, Lord, in prayer, contemplating your own prayer of blessing. And giving thanks, O Lord, that you give us this beautiful example of how to praise your heavenly Father for everything that you received from his hand. And in turn, how you use all that you have received from him to be miraculous, to share the graces that have been given through you for us. And help us, Lord, now to see how all the things that we receive from your bounty are for our own good and that that might move us to praise you and bless you, and also to see, Lord, how the things we receive from your hands could be of use to others. In the Jewish religion, there are special prayers of blessing for different types of food, and there's a very beautiful, albeit short, prayer for the blessing of the bread called the Hamotzi blessing. There's a separate blessing for different types of food, which include fish called the Sheakol blessing. These are two separate prayers because it's important in the Jewish religion to praise you in a specific way and to thank you for what you have given to us, God. So I'm 100% sure, Lord, that the the prayer that Matthew tells us that you said of blessing in the gospel were these two prayers, since they form part of the treasury of the Jewish faith, which we receive in a different form in the Christian faith through you. Now, in truth, we don't really, most of us, know where our daily bread comes from. It usually just miraculously appears in my house in the bread bin. Now, that means somebody has obviously gone to the shop to buy it. But for most of us, we just eat the bread without really giving too much thought as to where it's come. But there's a whole chain and a whole process by which we receive this daily necessity of our bread. There's a merchant who sells it. 
a baker who produces it, a miller who grains the flour and the different ingredients, a farmer who harvests the wheat that has been sown. And all these different people feed in in different ways to produce something simple like bread, which is for us and for many people around the world, just a, a daily necessity, nothing special, just a, an ordinary part of our diet. Now, the chain of where bread came from was probably a little bit clearer in your own time, Lord, since the bread was possibly made by your own mother in your own home. And certainly these loaves that are presented to you on this day, probably made by the mother of the little boy that was carrying them. You pray this prayer of blessing over the bread. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who has brought forth bread from the earth. Now we have just seen, Lord, how this bread comes to us through a whole chain of different people from the earth to our plate through the hands of so many different people with different skills and abilities. It's a chain and a process, yes, but it is all begun by you who are the king of the universe. It's so amazing to think that before this miracle of multiplication, you acknowledge that what you have received has come from the king of the universe. And it moves me, Lord, just to consider how grateful really I am for the small things that come to me. The things which mostly I'm just using for myself, not for a greater aim. It's not that I'm multiplying anything in any great miraculous way or even sometimes sharing it with others. But little things come my way, Lord, and I want to be grateful for them in the same way that you are grateful to your heavenly father for providing this bread now, the nearest prayer that we might have to that is familiar to us in the prayer of the offertory at the Mass, when the priest says, Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer, fruit of the earth and work of human hands, it will become for us the bread of life, to which we all respond, Blessed be God forever. In the same way that at the Mass we take bread, this ordinary thing, and bless it, in order that it might miraculously become your body, blood, soul and divinity. So you take the bread that is offered to you on the shores of Sea of Galilee, say the blessing over it and then hand it out to all who eat of their fill. All that we have comes from you, God. And how much more powerful is our thanksgiving whenever we acknowledge this and whenever we return it to you with gratitude. If we sat down before every meal, in fact, if we sat down before we ate, ate anything at all and just paused in thanksgiving for what we have received, well, wouldn't it move our hearts to be so much more grateful for everything that comes to us from your bounty? And then that might make a whole change in our whole mentality, Lord, as to how we might use those things for your glory. Now, the prayer over the blessing of the fish is, again, very simple. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, by whose word all things came to be. Now the process of where the fish comes from is a little bit simpler. It comes from the sea and then swims onto our plate. And especially if the fish is fresh, that process is quite short. And this prayer reminds us that everything that we have only comes through your word. You have willed everything that is for our benefit into creation. And then it comes to us. Lord, let us look up into heaven with you and bless you for all that we have received and ask that all the gifts which we have that have come to us through your word 
may be put to a good and fruitful use. And may we, Lord, not get so caught up in our own selfishness or our own desire for things for ourselves, but our gratitude to you for everything that we have received might move us, O Lord, to share with others who are truly in need and to return to you with great gratitude for all that we have received, that we might experience somewhat of a miracle, Lord, of our own gratitude to you. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations that you have communicated to me during this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. There's more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. On the Memorial of St. Alphonsus Liguori, this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. Time to begin our day of prayer. We join the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And And my my mouth will proclaim proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship the Lord. Fount of all wisdom, Alleluia. Come, let us worship the Lord. Fount of all wisdom, Alleluia. Come, let us sing to the Lord. And shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving. And sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, Come, let us worship the Lord. Fount of all wisdom. Alleluia. God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For He is our God, and we are His people. The flock he shepherds. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia. Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah, they challenged me and provoked me. 
Although they had seen all of my works, come let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia. Forty years I endured that generation. I said they are a people whose hearts go astray. And they do not know my ways, so I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia. down and hear me, Lord. Come to my rescue. Bow down down and and hear me, Lord. Come to my rescue. In you, O Lord, I take refuge. Let me never be put to shame. In your justice, set me free. Hear me and speedily rescue me. Be a rock of refuge for me, a mighty stronghold to save me. 
for you are my rock, my stronghold. For your name's sake, lead me and guide me. Release me from the snares they have hidden, for you are my refuge, Lord. Into your hands I commend my spirit. It is you who will redeem me, Lord. O God of truth, you detest those who worship false and empty gods. As for me, I trust in the Lord. Let me be glad and rejoice in your love. You who have seen my affliction and taken heed of my soul's distress have not handed me over to the enemy, but set my feet at large. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Bow down and hear me, Lord. Come to my rescue. Lord, let the light of your countenance shine on your servant. Lord, Let the light of your countenance shine on your servant. Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I am in distress. Tears have wasted my eyes, my throat, and my heart, for my life is spent with sorrow and my years with sighs. Affliction has broken down my strength and my bones waste away. In the face of all my foes, I am a reproach an object of scorn to my neighbors and of fear to my friends. Those who see me in the street run far away from me. I am like a dead man, forgotten, like a thing thrown away. I have heard the slander of the crowd. Fear is all around me as they plot together against me, as they plan to take my life. But as for me, I trust in you, Lord. I say, you are my God. My life is in your hands. Deliver me from the hands of those who hate me. Let your face shine on your servant. Save me in your love. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Lord, let the light of your countenance shine on your servant. Blessed be the Lord, for he has poured out his mercy upon me. Blessed be the Lord, for he has poured out his mercy upon me. How great is the goodness, Lord, that you keep for those who fear you, that you show to those who trust you in the sight of men. You hide them in the shelter of your presence from the plotting of men. You keep them safe within your tent from disputing tongues. Blessed be the Lord who has shown me the wonders of his love in a fortified city. I am far removed from your sight, I said in my alarm. Yet you heard the voice of my plea when I cried for help. Love the Lord, all you saints. He guards his faithful, but the Lord will repay to the full those who act with pride. Be strong. Let your heart take courage, all who hope in the Lord. 
Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. God of kindness and truth, you saved your chosen one, Jesus Christ, and you gave your martyrs strength. Watch over your people who come to you here, and strengthen the hearts of those who hope in you that they may proclaim your saving acts of kindness in the eternal city. Blessed be the Lord, for he has poured out his mercy upon me. You will hear the word from my mouth. You will tell others what I have said. From the book of the prophet Amos. Thus says the Lord, For three crimes of Judah, and for four, I will not revoke my word. Because they spurned the law of the Lord, and did not keep his statutes, because the lies which their fathers followed have led them astray, I will send fire upon Judah, to devour the castles of Jerusalem. Thus says the Lord, For three crimes of Israel, and for four, I will not revoke my word, because they sell the just man for silver and the poor man for a pair of sandals. They trample the heads of the weak into the dust of the earth and force the lowly out of the way. Son and father go to the same prostitute, profaning my holy name. Upon garments taken in pledge they recline beside any altar and the wine of those who have been fined they drink in the house of their God. Yet it was I who destroyed the Amorites before them, who were as tall as the cedars and as strong as the oak trees. I destroyed their fruit above and their roots beneath. It was I who brought you up from the land of Egypt and who led you through the desert for forty years to occupy the land of the Amorites. I who raised up prophets among your sons, and Nazarites among your young men. Is this not so, O men of Israel, says the Lord? But you gave the Nazarites wine to drink, and commanded the prophets not to prophesy. Beware, I will crush you into the ground, as a wagon crushes when laden with sheaves. Flight shall perish from the swift and the strong man shall not retain his strength. The warrior shall not save his life, nor the bowman stand his ground. The swift of foot shall not escape, nor the horseman save his life, and the most stout-hearted of warriors shall flee naked on that day, says the Lord. I brought you out of the land of Egypt and led you through the desert for forty years. And And I I said, These people are so fickle, they do not grasp my ways. I raised up prophets among your sons, and gave them this command, You shall not prophesy. And And I said, These people are so fickle, they do not grasp my ways. A reading from a sermon. St. Alphonsus Liguori, Bishop. 
All holiness and perfection of soul lies in our love for Jesus Christ, our God, who is our Redeemer and our supreme good. It is part of the love of God to acquire and to nurture all the virtues which make a man perfect. Has not God in fact won for himself a claim on all our love? From all eternity he has loved us, and it is in this vein that he speaks to us. O man, consider carefully that I first loved you. You had not yet appeared in the light of day, nor did the world yet exist, but already I loved you. From all eternity I have loved you. Since God knew that man is enticed by favors, he wished to bind him to his love by means of his gifts. I want to catch men with the snares, those chains of love in which they allow themselves to be entrapped, so that they will love me. And all the gifts which he bestowed on man were given to this end. He gave him a soul, made it in his likeness, and endowed him with memory, intellect, and will. He gave him a body equipped with the senses. It was for him that he created heaven and earth and such an abundance of things. He made all these things out of love for man, so that all creation might serve man, and man in turn might love God out of gratitude for so many gifts. But he did not wish to give us only beautiful creatures. The truth is that to win for himself our love, he went so far as to bestow upon us the fullness of himself. The Eternal Father went so far as to give us His only Son. When He saw that we were all dead through sin and deprived of His grace, what did He do? Compelled, as the Apostle says, by the superabundance of His love for us, He sent His beloved Son to make reparation for us and to call us back to a sinless life. By giving us His Son, whom He did not spare precisely so that He might spare us, He bestowed on us at once every good, grace, love, and heaven. For all these goods are certainly inferior to the Son. He who did not spare his own Son, but handed him over for all of us, how could he fail to give us along with his Son all good things? The Lord fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and saves them. The Lord watches over all who love him. Everyone who is a child of God does not sin, for God's seed remains in him. The Lord watches over all who love him. Let us pray. O God, who constantly raise up in your church new examples of virtue, grant that we may follow so closely in the footsteps of the bishop St. Alphonsus in his zeal for souls as to attain the same rewards that are his in heaven. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. 23 minutes before the hour, today's gospel in just a few minutes, along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer, on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Monday, August 1st, 2022, the Memorial of St. Alphonsus Liguori. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, we hear about the feeding of the 5,000 from the 14th chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. Now when Jesus heard this, 
he withdrew from there in a boat to a lonely place apart. But when the crowds heard it, they followed him on foot from the towns. As he went ashore, he saw a great throng, and he had compassion on them and healed their sick. When it was evening, the disciples came to him. This is a lonely place, and the day is now over. Send the crowds away to go into the villages and buy food for themselves. They need not go away. You, give them something to eat. We have only five loaves here and two fish. Bring them here to me. Then he ordered the crowds to sit down on the grass, and taking the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven and blessed and broke and gave the loaves to the disciples, and the disciples gave them to the crowds, and they all ate and were satisfied. The disciples took up 12 baskets full of the broken pieces left over, and those who ate were about 5,000 men besides women and children. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. We're celebrating today the great Mariologist Alphonsus Liguori. An anecdote from late in his life is told in today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal from Volume 7, Special Feasts. St. Alphonsus died at a ripe old age one year into his 90s. The Lord permitted the last years of his life to be a time of purification. Among the trials he endured, the loss of his sight was particularly grievous. The saint would intersperse the long hours of his final days with prayer and by getting others to read to him from some pious book. One day he became very enthused over a book they were reading to him. Failing to remember the author of the fine marvels he was hearing, he asked who had written those pious words so full of affection for Our Lady. The one at his side opened the book to the title page and read, The Glories of Mary, by Alphonsus Mary of Liguori. The venerable man covered his face with both hands, lamenting the loss of his memory, but rejoicing greatly over so beautiful a testimony of love for Our Lady. The Lord affectionately permitted him this consolation in the midst of so much darkness. Alphonsus' theological knowledge, as well as his personal experience, led him to the conviction that the spiritual life and its restoration in souls has to come about through the mediation of Mary. According to the divine plan God himself pre-established and is implementing in salvation history, life with a capital L comes to us through her. She is the shortest route, the easiest path for us to return to God. The saint affirms, God wants all benefits coming from Christ to reach us through the Blessed Virgin. He cites the well-known phrase of St. Bernard, It is the will of God that we should not receive anything which has not first passed through the hands of Mary. She is our principal intercessor in heaven, the one who gains for us all we need. Furthermore, she often foresees our petitions, protects us, and raises holy inspirations in our souls to incite us to live charity with greater refinement and to go to confession with the regularity we have scheduled. She gives us strength 
in moments of discouragement and comes to our defense in moments of temptation as soon as we go to her. She is our great ally in the apostolate. More specifically, she permits our words to find room in the hearts of our friends, regardless of their lack of eloquence. The following has been the great discovery of many saints. With Mary, we reach the supernatural resolutions we propose for ourselves sooner, more, and better. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Fifteen minutes before the hour, we keep on praying. We join the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. O lavish giver of the light that bathes the world in dawning glow, the daylight cheers our hearts again when somber hours of night are past. You are the world's true morning star, compared with whom the eager gleam that heralds in the dawning light is but a timid itself eternal day you are far brighter than the sun illuminating with your grace the deep recesses of each heart and may our purity of mind Suppress what lower nature claims, so that our bodies too may be the Holy Spirit's spotless shrine. Jesus, to you beneath whose sway all earth shall bow, all praise we pay. come to the end of my pilgrimage and enter the presence of God? When will I come to the end of my pilgrimage and enter the presence of God? Like the deer that yearns for running streams, so my soul is yearning for you, my God. My soul is thirsting for God, the God of my life. When can I enter and see the face of God? My tears have become my bread, by night, by day, as I hear it said all the day long. 
Where is your God? These things will I remember as I pour out my soul, how I would lead the rejoicing crowd into the house of God, amid cries of gladness and thanksgiving, the throng wild with joy. Why are you cast down, my soul? Why groan within me? Hope in God, I will praise him still, my Savior and my God. My soul is cast down within me as I think of you, from the country of Jordan and Mount Hermon, from the hill of Mizar. Deep is calling on deep, in the roar of waters, your torrents and all your waves swept over me. By day the Lord will send his loving kindness, by night I will sing to him, praise the God of my life. I will say to God, my rock, Why have you forgotten me? Why do I go mourning, oppressed by the foe? With cries that pierce me to the heart, my enemies revile me, saying to me all the day long, Where is your God? Why are you cast down, my soul? Why groan within me? Hope in God. I will praise him still my Savior, and my God. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Father in heaven, when your strength takes possession of us, we no longer say, Why are you cast down, my soul? So now that the surging waves of our indignation have passed over us, let us feel the healing calm of your forgiveness. Inspire us to yearn for you always, like the deer for running streams, until you satisfy every longing in heaven. When will I come to the end of my pilgrimage and enter the presence of God? Lord, show us the radiance of your mercy. Lord, show Show us the radiance of your mercy. Come to our aid, O God of the universe, and put all the nations in dread of you. Raise your hand against the heathen, that they may realize your power. As you have used us to show them your holiness, so now use them to show us your glory. Thus they will know, as you know, that there is no God but you. Give new signs and work new wonders. Show forth the splendor of your right hand and arm. Gather all the tribes of Jacob, that they may inherit the land as of old. Show mercy to the people called by your name, Israel, whom you named your firstborn. Take pity on your holy city, Jerusalem, your dwelling place. Fill Zion with your majesty, your temple with your glory. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, show us the radiance of your mercy. 
The vaults of heaven ring with your praise, O Lord. The The vaults vaults of heaven heaven ring with with your praise, O Lord. The heavens proclaim the glory of God, and the firmament shows forth the work of his hands. Day unto day takes up the story, and night unto night makes known the message. No speech, no word, no voice is heard, yet their span extends through all the earth, their words to the utmost bounds of the world. There he has placed a tent for the sun. It comes forth like a bridegroom coming from his tent, rejoices like a champion to run its course. At the end of the sky is the rising of the sun. To the furthest end of the sky is its course. There is nothing concealed from its burning heat. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. To enlighten the world, Father, you sent to us your word as the Son of Truth, and justice shining upon mankind. Illumine our eyes that we may discern your glory in the many works of your hand. The The vaults of heaven heaven ring ring with with your praise, praise, O Lord. Lord. A reading from the book of Jeremiah. When I found your words, I devoured them. They became my joy and the happiness of my heart, because I bore your name, O Lord God of hosts. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. Sing for joy God's chosen ones. Give him the praise that is due. Sing Sing for for joy God's God's chosen chosen ones. Give Give him the praise that is due. Sing a new song to the Lord. Give him the praise that is due. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Sing for joy, God's chosen ones. Give him the praise that is due. Blessed be the Lord, for he has come to his people and set them free. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, 
and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Blessed be the Lord, for he has come to his people and set them free. Our Savior has made us a nation of priests to offer acceptable sacrifice to the Father. Let us call upon him in gratitude. Preserve us in your ministry, Lord. Christ, eternal priest, you conferred the holy priesthood on your people. Grant that we may offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to the Father. Preserve us in In your your ministry, ministry, Lord. In your goodness, pour out on us the fruits of your Spirit. Patience, kindness, and gentleness. Preserve Preserve us in your ministry, Lord. May we love you and possess you, for you are love. And may every action of our lives praise you. Preserve us in your ministry, Lord. May we seek those things which are beneficial to our brothers without counting the cost. Preserve us in your ministry, Lord. Gathering our prayers and praises into one, let us offer the prayer Christ himself taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Almighty Father, you have brought us to the light of a new day. Keep us safe the whole day through, from every sinful inclination. May all our thoughts, words, and actions aim at doing what is pleasing in your sight. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Morning Air is coming up with John and Glenn in just a few minutes. Patrick Madrid a bit later on. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. Go out now, make it a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.